This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD. Yes, the son of the junks is back here on a Saturday morning. We've got a lot to get to on the show today. We are live and local here on 106.7 The Fan, simulcast on the Team 980, and always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and just search... 1067 the fan it lets you rewind run some errands pause the show and then pick up right where you left off and I gotta start the show with the World Series I hope you guys stayed up to watch game one of the World Series I'll be honest I fell asleep in the top of the ninth top of the ninth Texas had guys on second and third in the eighth inning blew it couldn't get back into the game I said you know what I'm gonna close my eyes see if I'll fall asleep here I woke up to see that Texas got two runs in the bottom of the ninth and then a game winner in the 11th to defeat the D-backs in game one of the World Series, 6-5. to five. Uh, But I'll be honest with you, it feels like the most unhyped World Series of all time, right? I was watching with my friends at a bar the first couple innings and they were asking me, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's Carroll? Who, who's Moreno, Right? I mean, we, we were, I mean, get it. I get it. We're not the biggest baseball fans. And, of course, I stopped paying attention uh, when the Washington Nationals aren't good, and they were terrible this season for the most part. But it just feels like this is a World Series here with a bunch of guys that people haven't heard about yet, and maybe they'll become, you know, household names after this World Series. Uh, but it was Adolis Garcia's walk-off home run to help the Rangers steal Game 1 in extra innings phone lines are always open throughout this show 1-800-636-1067 1-800-636-1067 you can always tweet me at awad radio or at 1067 the fan i've been so tired this week because i was traveling to cover the acc tip-off which was awesome in charlotte north carolina had great conversations with uh virginia tech head coach mike young uva head coach tony bennett but the story that I was there to cover was the Lady Hokies, and I believe they're going to make another trip to the Final Four. So if you have any college basketball questions, I can answer them on the show today with the season beginning next week. Uh, but I wanted to open up the show with a little college football. Maryland, desperate to end the two-game losing streak with a winnable game at Northwestern, 12 noon on the Big Ten Network. Maryland 
Five and two on the season. We're five and zero. Oh, had the two tough losses there. Uh, really felt like you should have won one of those games. Uh, but man, uh, I, I love the way Coach Loxley has the pro program rolling right now. And so this is going to be a big one here today on Saturday. And hopefully Tua can have a good game. Tua's brother uh, Tagovailoa can have a good game because really when he's able to lead Maryland running and throwing. Uh, they, they've been hot this year, and they're putting up about 35 to 40 points. When he struggles, that number drops significantly uh, to about 20 points per game. So I think they're going to need to score probably 30 to defeat Northwestern. Continuing here with some of the local schools, UVA against Miami at 330. See if the Hoos can get two straight wins after the crazy upset over North Carolina, which I called the first signature win of the Tony Elliott era at UVA. Uh, it's been a struggle for the past two years, really, to find a quarterback. Uh, they thought they had their guy with Calandria. I think the fan base thought they had him. And then Tony Elliott decided, no, we're going to save the freshman and redshirt him and go with the guy out of Fairfax County in West Springfield, the Monmouth transfer, Tony Musket. And uh, he led them to a big win over UNC, but now a tough one, 330 today against Miami. The Hokies are not playing today after they got a massive Thursday night home win. If you've uh, ever been to Blacksburg, Thursday nights are the best to watch a game at Lane Stadium. There's nothing like walking out of Lane Stadium with a dub, and that's what the Hokies did, dominating Syracuse from start to finish. And now all of a sudden, they're tied for second in the ACC. And there's some serious momentum with this program, and it feels like Coach Pry is in a groove. He's done a really good job recruiting, and he's going to get his guys to be even better uh, next year and then the year after that. I mean, this is a young Hokies team here uh, that you feel like maybe could develop into something in two seasons um, if they're able to keep the guys in Blacksburg, of course, with NIL and the transfer portal. But I, I was really happy for the Hokies on Thursday night, d demolishing Syracuse from start to finish, 300 plus yards rushing. Chiron Drones has opened up that offense with his ability to run and throw. If you listen to my show in Richmond, you know, I said, I want Drones to start this season. What did Grant Wells do last season for him to get the starting job again? He's a Marshall transfer. That shouldn't be good enough in the ACC. It wasn't, wasn't good enough this year. Last year, it wasn't good enough the start of this year. They got lucky because he got hurt. Coach Pry had to make a move. And they went to Chiron Drones, who I will admit struggled in his first start. But, man, has he been rolling. And the Hokies are playing really good offensively and defensively. But, of course, I buried the lead. Everyone knows the best local college football story is JMU. The Dukes, 7-0, and number 25 in the country. And it's homecoming weekend for JMU, hosting rival ODU for the Royal Rivalry. And... I think it's really cool with Jordan McLeod uh, as the dual-threat quarterback for JMU. Really can run, and then he just throws it up to Reggie Brown, who seems to come down with it every single time in the end zone. Uh, but really, the JMU defense has been the story for them this season. Uh, they're really so good at attacking the quarterback. Uh, top 10 in sacks. They're top 30 in points allowed per game. And uh, they've been shutting teams out left and right. Um, so I watched their game last week, and it was 3-2 to two at, at, there in the third quarter. Like, that's the kind of defense that they've been playing. Then the offense got going, and I think they won 20-9. to nine. 
Uh, but it's homecoming against ODU. And as this is becoming a national story with people saying, oh, why isn't JMU allowed to play in a bowl game? Oh, well, they have to wait two years. Yeah, but this is year two and they're undefeated. Yeah, well, the rule's a rule. It might be archaic and crazy, but it's the NCAA's rule. And it's a terrible rule. And, of course, now you've got senators, you've got mayors, you've got all these people in government re, you know, stepping up and coming out with videos saying, oh, they, we want JMU to play in a bowl game. Well, this, is, this story is growing and growing, and it's reaching more people every week. The only problem is I believe the story dies as soon as they lose, as soon as their undefeated season ends. So they've got to get a victory. It's going to be a tough one. I know the spread is like 19 or 20 points, but it seems to be always close with, between JMU and ODU. And um, it's going to be tonight. I get it's homecoming, but it's prime time, 8 p.m. on ESPNU. And uh, I went to VCU, obviously, but out of Fairfax County, pretty much half my friends went to JMU. I would have gone to JMU if I got in. So it is really cool to see that program rise um, here with college football. And they've done an excellent job of two seasons in the Sun Belt. Over to the top 25, Georgia. Number one, Georgia against Florida at 3.30. That should be a really interesting game. You got number eight against number 13 with Oregon against Utah at 3.30. And then in the ACC, I'll be watching Duke against Louisville. We also have the home opener for your Washington Wizards. And the Team 980 is proud to be partnered with the Washington Wizards. They're airing the games. So the home opener tonight against the Grizzlies can be heard on the Team 980 and available on the Odyssey app. And I'm just praying that my Wiz can hold the Grizz to under 140 points. Right? That's all we got to hope for. Can we get them under 140? If that happens, then how about under 130? I I, feel, I made this statement on my show last year that I, I can't stand that the NBA doesn't play any defense anymore to the point where I believe before 2025, we will get a 400-point NBA game. It could be the Spurs with Victor Wembanyama. Nobody seems to be able to stop him after a few games. 201 to 200. That is going to happen before 225 because nobody plays defense anymore at the pro level. So, Wiz Grizzlies tonight, going to have to outscore them. Looking for Jordan Poole to put up 30, Kyle Kuzma 25, maybe Denny Avdia. You know, a lot of people are upset. Denny didn't shoot any threes in game one. Will he step up and... Shoot from the outside in game two. I, I was looking for Corey Kispert to make some big strides this season, so I'll be keeping an eye on him. And then it's all about can we play defense, really? Can, can Daniel Gafford protect the rim? Because I know Danilo Gallinari can't as the backup. I mean, he's about as much of a stretch five as there is uh, in the NBA game. But, of course, the phone lines are open throughout the show. 1-800-636-1067. one 636 1067 from the Beltway Football Podcast. Love the Beltway Football Pod. I listen to it here on Saturday mornings as I prep for the show. It's Mitch Tischler alongside JP Finley, who you hear right here on these airwaves Monday through Friday. Mitch Tischler will join the show at 10 a.m. Sergeant Snyder of the AWOD Army, Rick Snyder, columnist for 1067 The Fan, will hop on the show at 11 a.m. But here's how I wanted to open up the phone lines with you guys today for the Commanders. Do you feel like there's any chance that we can get a win tomorrow? Because I'm feeling good that we'll at least show up. 1-800-636-1067. Are you feeling like there's a chance the Commanders can get a win Sunday against the Eagles? Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Appreciate you guys riding with me here on a Saturday morning. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. Do you feel like the commanders have a chance tomorrow against the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm feeling good that we will at least show up. All right, and here's why. This is a back-against-the-wall game at home, right? It feels like our backs are against the wall. I could see the season falling apart if they lose. But divisional games seem to be always up for grabs, no matter the records, right? You, you say that almost every year, whether it's the Giants, the Cowboys, or the Eagles. It doesn't matter. Uh, you could throw away the records in a divisional game. Plus, I feel like this is going to be a hard-fought close game because of the way we played against them last time. Philly fans are already talking smack. I saw three of them this week. They were all talking crap to me, saying, it's going to be an easy win for Philadelphia. I don't think so. I hate Philly, and I believe the commanders will come to play. Here's another reason why. This is from Sam Fortier. Since Ron Rivera took over in 2020, weeks one through seven, the commander's record has been as follows. Two through five, two and five. 21 and one, two and five. Last year, 3-4. and four. This year, 3-4. and four. So he's not good weeks 1 through 7. And we knew that, right? I mean, the theme of the Rivera era, the biggest theme is he starts slow, right? He starts game slow. He starts season slow. He starts off-season slow. He starts the draft slow. He hasn't hit no first-round pick, it seems like, with Jahan Dotson's recent struggles and Manuel Forbes not even on the field, right? But somehow, some way, his team's... Never bottom out because weeks 8 through 14, they get going. They get some miraculous win streak. 2020, weeks 8 through 14, they're 4-2. 2021, 4-2 and two once again. And back in the thick of things, last season, 4-1-1 one, and one with the tie against the New York Giants. So that's got me feeling like, hey, we might be able to rip off a couple wins over the next five or six weeks. But then, of course, Ron Rivera can't close. He's not a closer. Weeks 15 to 18 over the last three years, a record of 
three and eight. But we had them last time. We had them last time we played them this season, and we beat the Eagles last season. So I'm feeling good that at least it's going to be a close game, right? I told you guys last week, if they lose to the Giants, I'm not picking the Commanders to win another game this season. I mean, look ahead at the schedule. It's a tough matchup. Vegas isn't going to pick Washington to win any other game except for maybe the Giants at home. But I believe that they will at least show up and keep it close. And in the NFL, if you keep it close, anything can happen there in the fourth quarter. We've got to protect Sam Howell. We've got to play strong defense. I think we've got to start the game fast, even though that seems to never happen under Ron Rivera. I do think it's going to come down to the first 15 scripted plays, right? The last few weeks, the commanders have been so bad on their first 15 plays. They have not been able to get any momentum offensively, especially last week, three and out or a punt uh, or a turnover in the first five drives. Your first 15 plays all ended up with giving the ball back to the opponent. That's not good enough. And defensively, throughout the entire season, they have been terrible with these first 15 plays. Jonathan Allen even told the junkies, yeah, we feel very comfortable once we get away from these scripted plays because the, everyone's game planning for us, and they seem to know our weaknesses in these first 15 plays, and they're able to get down the field and get an early lead. And when that happens, then all of a sudden you can blitz more. And then all of a sudden, Sam Howell is scrambling for his life. Uh, they did make some changes. It looks like you're going to get Tar Tyler Larson at center, a change at guard because of an injury. And uh, we might see Ricky Stromberg in there, who was the third-round pick out of Arkansas and the top-rated center in the SEC last season. So I feel like Rivera knows that he's up against the wall here. He's got to put something together here. He's got to get this team to start hot. And I, I think, look, I, I said on my show this week, personally, I don't think Ron Rivera makes it to Thanksgiving, right? Because the season's tough. The schedule's nearly impossible with some of these games. I'm not going to pick us to win, but I feel like we'll keep it close against the Eagles. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Shane in D.C. Shane, you disagree with me that we're going to keep it close? Hells to the no. I think the Eagles go in there and whoop that ass, and I hope they do. Because, look, what are we playing for? Like a seventh – like a, what playoff spot are we playing for? Let's get real. We're not winning another game here on out. That's a fact. You still got Aaron Donald on the list. You still got monsters on the other defense that are just licking their chops right now, having career days again. No. And the reason why I say that is because this is supposed to be a trap game for the Eagles. This is going to get a get-right game for the Eagles, number one, because they've not played good football all year long. So this is probably the, where they're going to get right right now. And here's what we need to start worrying about. This is the, after they get stronked here by the Eagles. And I'm a Commanders fan, as you know. Ron Rivera is done. I don't think he lasts after this game if he gets destroyed like I think they're going to. And now we need to start looking at draft picks. We need to start looking at the future because they're not going to be here. Antonio Gibbs, he's got five carries in, what, the last – Hundred freaking games. <laughs> I mean, these are these are valuable people. Hey, nobody's safe on this team. Not even Jonathan Allen. Not even Deron Payne. None of these guys are safe. Shane, Shane, you hold on a second. Hold on. Bad. Slow down. Slow down. I, I love the, the energy, man. But look, it's only week eight. We're three and four, and over the last few years, we've gone on some win streaks. Four years. If we go four on a four-game win streak, you know, you can't say we're out of the playoffs. Oh my gosh. You're, I, you're Adam, just let giving me ask up. You a question. Yeah. 
Let me ask you a question. When have, when's the last time we had a four-game win streak? And when, when where do you see a four-game win streak on the schedule? I just think every week in the NFL, anything can happen. I think, here's not, the thing, no, as a diehard fan, no. I think you're giving up way too early on the season. I think you've given up a little four early. Four years. Four years, Adam. Four years. <laughs> the same hey, good, book. Hey, good call, man. I appreciate it. Let's try Paul in D.C., man. Good call, Shane. Paul in D.C., you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, AWOD, uh, great show, man. A lot of times I try to catch you, man, but my schedule don't permit it, man. But uh, I'm like the last caller, man. I, I, look, I don't call it like I want it. I call it like I see it, man. And uh, <laughs> right now, man, you know, Rivera has put us in a position with the way he's put his personnel together, man. They can't do anything. They're coaching. Players is talking about things that needs to be done. What kind of communication they got going on in there? No, man, I don't want to just, just put the next 10 games and have to go through this crap, man. I've been a Redskins fan, man, since way back, man, with Carl Cameron, Chris Hanberger, man. So tell you how old I am, buddy. So, you know what I mean? I'm tired of what we're getting from Rivera, man. He put together a team, man, that is never, ever going to win I games, agree, but man. Paul, Paul, I'm not giving up on the enemy. I, I think he could have a, a great game plan here against the Eagles. What if we score 30 points? We'll see. 30 points would be good for tomorrow, and that would be a great thing, man, and hell to the, you know, the commanders at that point, but it's going to go right back to norm. You know, hey, man, what they say about the definition of insanity, come on, mm -hmm. man. Doing the same thing over and over and over again. Paul, I appreciate what? you chiming in. And expecting what? <laughs> yeah, expecting a different outcome. <laughs> Thank you, no, buddy. So I get it. I'm being a homer here. But like, I'm not picking us to win. But I do believe we're going to be able to keep it close because all eyes are on Ron Rivera, Eric Bieniemy, and Jack Del Rio to do something different, right? They've got to change the offensive game plan defensively. Uh, they've got to create turnovers. I mean, they just have to create turnovers. And Jalen Hurts has turned it over a few times in the last few games. So I do think if you have a good game plan against Philly, they've shown this season they're beatable, right? They're beatable. One loss. The Jets figured it out. The freaking New York Jets. The Jets are god-awful. Yes, they have a good defense, but they got nothing offensively. They were supposed to have Aaron Rodgers. Then they would have been decent. So... I do think that we can keep it close here. I don't think Philadelphia is as good as the 49ers. Um, I think there's a few other teams in the NFC uh, that are, you know, in that category here where it feels like, hey, these are the teams that are the top of the NFC. I'm not going to say it's Philly, probably because I just hate Philly so much. And I, I said at the beginning of the season that I thought Jalen Hurts was going to regress because I can't believe Philly didn't play him in the preseason. Now, I get it. They proved me wrong. They won their first six games. They got... Uh, but um, I just don't see Philadelphia as being an unbeatable team, especially here in Washington. I get it. They're going to have a lot of green jerseys in the crowd, but it is a home game, and I've got some friends going to the game. They're going to make some noise, and I believe Washington can at least keep it close. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. Take more of your calls after this quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Washington, D.C. Time to get up and at them. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on D.C. Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan, simulcast on the Team 980, and always available on the go on the Odyssey app. If you're enjoying the show, you can check me out during the week. Also on the Odyssey app, just search 910 The Fan to catch me in Richmond Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. We also post the podcast every day. That's AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O, available on iTunes, Spotify, or, of course, the Odyssey app. Phone lines are open throughout the show, 1-800-636-1067. You know how it works here. I like to make this as interactive a radio show as possible. I love speaking with the fans here on The Fan, as I am a diehard D.C. sports fan. And every week, I say this, my week is either great with a commander's win or I'm just depressed with a commander's loss. So I get it. You guys are, are the same way, right? You live and die with this franchise here. And you're fed up. You sound fed up from the few callers that we've had already. Frustrated and ready to fire Ron Rivera. Right? Ready to fire Ron Rivera. I'm right there with you. I do not like Ron Rivera as our head coach. Every week it's something that drives me crazy that he does. Right? He doesn't challenge this. He doesn't call a timeout here. Uh, The adjustments. Right? There's no pregame speech that gets anybody inspired to play football. There's no halftime adjustments that do anything. I'm right there with you as Ron, with Ron Rivera. But I'm not giving up on this season yet. Because I think Eric Bieniemy has something to fight for here. All right? And so I expect this offense to bounce back from that seven-point performance. Yeah. Yes, you're three and four. I get it. It's not good. All right? But I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to stay positive for at least one more week. At least one more week. You get the first win over the Eagles this year when you took them to overtime. Could have won it with a two-point conversion. I think this team... Would have been a completely different mindset against the Chicago Bears. They might have shown up on Thursday. Instead, they were gassed and it turned into two losses. We could have a completely different record right now, but we don't. But the NFL is so competitive to me every single week on Sunday, on Thursday, on Monday Night Football, anything can happen. So this is such a week to week league, the National Football League, that I could see a future in which Washington. Goes on a three and one streak over the next four games. And all of a sudden you're six and five with everything to play for in December. I am not giving up on this team yet this season. There have been times where it's ugly. There have been times where I've been ready to break my TV, where I've been ready to burn my skin's jersey. That's all true. But there have been times where I sit back and I'm like, man, I love watching Sam Howell fling the ball around. Man. Our defense can come play. They get a couple sacks here and there. 
right? We had a good game against Denver with the second and third quarter, and you come back from 18 points. So there have been enough spots this season where I'm not ready to give up on this team. I'm not ready to give up on them. And I think they have a chance to be in this game against Philadelphia because I believe in Coach Eric Bieniemy way more than I believe in Ron Rivera. All right? And I think you could argue, I think you could really argue that the Giants game, as bad as it was offensively, it was the get-right game defensively, right? They got the stops. They got the turnover. They got off the field. They held the Giants to 14 points. Even Sam Howell said to the media this week, you have to win a game in which your defense holds the opponent to 14 points. They should have won that game. Offensively, they were terrible, right? Sack after sack after sack. Part of it was on Howell. Part of it was on the offensive line. Part of it was on Eric Bieniemy. But I am not giving up on these guys offensively, and I think they can figure it out. And they made some changes on the offensive line. They're going to make some changes with the game plan. Sam Howell, I think, has a better understanding of how important it is to get rid of the ball and just throw it away if nobody's open or take off and run. So I'm sticking with Sam Howell for 17 games this season, no matter what. I am. I want to see what we've got. I want to see a full picture of what Sam Howell can be in this league. Eric Bieniemy told reporters, Sam Howell is in the process where he's having an opportunity to start on a weekly basis, and we are evaluating everything that he's doing. Still seeing him making some improvements, certain things he's not improving upon, but we're going to keep assessing everything as we continue moving forward. We knew this was going to be a roller coaster of a season with a young quarterback. And it just it seems like, you know, some of you guys have gotten off the track all of a sudden after one time where the roller coaster went up and then went down. Roller coasters go up and down multiple times, and sometimes they go in loops, right? So that's a long season, and we've only played seven games. It's not even halfway yet. And this is a guy that's thrown for 1,749 yards, right? There's been a lot of bright spots, nine touchdowns. Completing 65% of his passes. A lot of stuff is really good. And then there's the bad, obviously. The problem is the sacks, right? It's a huge issue. But Sam told reporters, I try to keep a positive mind. Quote, I, keep a, I try to keep a positive mindset because at the end of the day, we control our own destiny. We're a 3-4 and four football team with 10 games to play. That's a lot of football. And I get it, that was the message Ron Rivera was telling reporters this week, and a lot of people were upset about that because he said the same thing with 12 games to play, right? And he said the same game thing with 13 games to play. And he comes up with all these different cliches every time he speaks. It's not Ron Rivera while I'm not giving up on this team. It's Eric Bieniemy, Because I believed all offseason that we won the offseason by getting the, the second greatest offensive mind in football currently behind Andy Reid. Now, he's proven that he could be just a guy, right? He did not make adjustments in time last week. He's had a bad game plan uh, probably three games this year, right? The Bears game, the Bills game, again, and then again that Giants game. But I just believe in this guy and his play calling, and there are some times where I see things where I'm like, man, that is so creative. That's what Andy Reid has done for so long, right? These screen passes, the tight end screen pass, the, uh, the running back screen, some of the rollout stuff. I, I think they've got to get Curtis Samuel more involved. Uh, he's been a big player for us this season. And so offensively, Right, that's the reason why I'm not giving up on this team. And defensively, I really think you could argue that that was the get-right game last week against the Giants. Jonathan Allen 
spoke up to the media, dropped F-bombs left and right, said he's tired of this blank, right? You don't think they're fired up in the locker room to change the narrative a little bit, right? And maybe get a home win? I just, I almost guarantee that they're going to come out strong this week because everyone knows if they don't, this could be the end of the Rivera era. And so maybe he is going to bark at these guys in the locker room and finally have some kind of pregame speech that, you know, lights a fire under their butt and they can come out strong. So I'm, I'm not giving up on this season yet. I'm really not. And I'm too much of a fan to do so, right? Howell was sacked five times against the Eagles in week four. And we still had a chance to win that game with the final drive there where you got it to Jahan Dotson. He scores. You go to overtime after you decide not to kick the two or not to go for the two-point conversion. And then you had the ball in overtime. Had the ball in overtime. And Terry McLaurin caught that pass. But he landed on an Eagles player's arm. So unlucky. So unlucky. I really think that game could have gone our favor. And with that, we could have maybe been a team that's 5-2. and two. Instead, we're 3-4. and four. But like Sam Howell said, there are still 10 games to play. That is a lot of football. Are you giving up on the Commanders already? Are you giving up on Sam Howell? Are you like me? You're starting him for 17 games this season. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's focus in on Sam Howell for a little bit. Right? Let's focus in on our QB1 that we've been searching for for 20 years. And we gave a full season to too many guys that didn't deserve it. Too many guys got kept around for another year, another opportunity to see if they could develop into something. But Sam Howell is a guy that I want to see for a full 17 games. I want to see what he's got. And so I think as this fan base, we have to decide. are we? Is our goal to make the playoffs? Or is our goal to develop Sam Howell to be our franchise quarterback? I think you can you can go for both. You can go for both. But at some point in this season, you're going to have to make a decision if Sam Howell keeps getting beat up and taking as many hits as he's taken. 69 hits already this season, more than anyone in the National Football League. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll take your calls next on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 1067, the fans simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the go on the Odyssey app. It's the best app out there for music, play-by-play, and sports talk. You can download it today for free. So just search 1067, the fan. To hear this show gives you the ability to pause, run some errands, rewind, then pick up right where you left off. So you can take the show from your car to your phone uh, on your destination here on a Saturday morning. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. How are you feeling about the commander's chances against the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm not giving up on this team already, and I'm not giving up on Sam Howell. Let's go to the phone lines right now, MGM National Harbor listener lines. Line two, Ace in Alexandria. What's up, Ace? Hey, Adam. How you doing this morning? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing great. Hey, listen, I just want to make a couple comments, and then I'll hang up and listen. One is um, I think uh, as far as Sam Howell goes, I enjoy watching Sam Howell play. I think he's got some pretty good skills, so um, I enjoy watching him play. You know, whether they win or lose the game, it's kind of like just watching this guy get better is, is good. Second point is um, 
I, I don't I don't agree with you necessarily on um, the enemy, the coordinator. I I don't think he's uh, as as good as you're uh, giving him credit for. Um, I think Kansas City was mostly Andy Reid. I think even Mahomes made a couple comments that about the enemy while he was there. But the, the big question is, that I wanted to get to was uh, the, the season itself, and that is I think the I think the Commanders uh, they can still make the playoffs. I think uh, it all comes down to your expectations. I don't think anybody uh, should expect them to be in the Super Bowl. So I think if we lower our expectations and just say you know can they make the playoffs? Yeah, they can make the playoffs. I think uh, they're capable of winning a few games in a row. Then they might you know they may lose one or two, but. But all you got to do is maybe get to nine wins and maybe ten, and uh, you know you might have a chance, which I think they can do. And as far as the Eagles game, uh, I certainly think they could possibly win the game outright. Uh, but at least it should be a good game because it seems to me every time they play the Eagles, just about every time, it's always uh, it's always a good game, no matter how how uh, different you know the teams are as far as their records. So I, I, I look for a good game uh, tomorrow and poss- possible victory. I wouldn't be shocked with a victory. And as far as the season, just lower your expectations, uh, out the people out there, and just uh, you know they got a chance for the playoffs. And you know I think if we all can just uh, go with that week to week, then I think you can enjoy yourself better. Thank you. Yeah, good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in. Let's go to Dave in Ashburn. What's up, Dave? You're on the fan with Awad. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Um, I just think people are getting a little being a little bit hard on uh, Sam Howe. He's just starting off here, he's improving slowly. I mean, you look at back at Peyton Manning; he threw 28 interceptions his first year. Still holds a rookie record for that. Yeah. So, I mean, people need to give him a chance. He's he's going to grow. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. What do you like about what you've seen from Sam? Well, he, he's got a positive attitude, and he's a leader. You can see he's a leader, and the team rallies around him. Yeah, so I totally agree. He doesn't make that. any excuses, right? No, he, he accepts his faults, and, and he goes out and tries to improve. And yep. I think you just give him some time. I think he's going to be okay. Right. I, I think this is a great spot for him to bounce back this Sunday. You know, everybody knows it was very disappointing to just score seven points against the Giants, right? It was yeah. the worst performance of his career. It really was. Uh, I think it was it was even worse than the Bills game where they scored three points and four turnovers uh, because he just took so many sacks and he wasn't able to move the ball. But I do think... You know, he understands that. I I believe that Sam probably spent all week watching the film, and I do think they'll probably score 17 or 20 points on Sunday. Yeah, I think that's that's a possibility. Yeah. All right, Dave, appreciate you chiming in. Let's go to David. David in Stafford. What's up, David? Adam, Adam, Adam. You remember me? When did I meet you, David? I talked to you on the phone a few months ago talking about how uh, he was not going to be happy coming here because he's going to lose, and you were explaining how money fixes everything. <laughs> so you go from a team that wins, you have Patrick Mahomes, you go to the Super Bowl, and you come home happy every day with your family. Now you come home losing. You're in jeopardy of not knowing if you're staying or leaving, but, yes, he's getting money. So how do you think he feels now? Well, he's not happy with the way the team's been playing offensively. So are you saying you, you don't believe in Eric Bieniemy? I mean, it, it, it's hard to go to a team that constantly loses, has no pieces, nowhere near what Kansas City has, nor do you have Andy Reid. Um, it, it, it's just hard to win in a system like this. And the, the, the caller before is delusional who said they have a chance to go to a playoff. I don't know what he's drinking or thinking, but I see that never happening this year whatsoever. 
I mean, they're three and four. It's not like they're one and six or something like that. This is a three and four football team with a lot of games left to play. So I, I'm not giving up, David. Uh, but let me let me ask you this though: Would you consider? What do you? Would you consider benching Sam Howell if he's taking too many sacks here? Are you concerned about him getting hurt? Or are you riding with Sam Howell this season? I mean, I, I believe in Sam Howell, um, and, and, and don't get me wrong, but they didn't put enough offensive linemen around him to protect him. You can't put him in there and send him to the Wolves. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of trade capital, um, you know, especially with our with the defensive ends. Um, I saw Camara was uh, on the trade block as well. If there would be some kind of way to get him in there, maybe use Gibby um, and maybe get some offensive uh, people in there. You know, you might be able to do do something better than what they're doing now. It's just going to be hard with the pieces you have right now to protect them and win games. Yeah, no good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in. 1-800-636-1067. I think my thoughts on the offense is we're too talented to be having some of the performances that we've had. Like, Jahan Dotson, I still believe that Jahan Dotson is a good wide receiver and that maybe they're not targeting him enough. Uh, or maybe they're putting him into some high-leverage situations, and that's leading to the drop passes. It's not like he gets the screen pass to get going. Uh, I said this last week. Logan Paulson loves to say that in the NFL, it doesn't start when the game starts, when the clock starts rolling. The game doesn't start for these players until they get their first hit or they get their first involvement in the game, their first catch or their first carry. And so I don't think we've done a good enough job getting Jahan Dotson into the game. Then Brian Robinson Jr. I have not... I'm not ready to write him off as not a franchise running back, right? I, I still believe that this guy has all the tools that you need to be your first down, second down, and third down back. He's big. He's strong. He can push forward. I think the problem is the offensive line. Uh, but I'm not giving up in Brian Robinson Jr. And even Antonio Gibson's ability to catch some screen passes here. So I think this offense is too talented to be playing as bad as they've been playing over uh, two of the last three weeks. Let's go to line five, my guy Little. What's up, Little? What's going on? I had one thing I have to shout out to Denton. Man, one thing I told Denton, you keep it real, man. Look, here's a scenario. The kid don't the kid don't anticipate that well, man, out of the pocket. So I'd like to see Behemi at least 65% of his dropbacks roll him out of the pocket, man, until he get his anticipation. Once he get that down pat, the kid got an arm to be a hell of an NFL quarterback. That's number one. Once he starts learning how to anticipate better, that's when he gonna that's when he gonna chirp. I mean he gonna flourish. Now here's another scenario. Jack Del Rio. Now, I ain't never seen this in my whole life, man. I'm sixty two years old, Adam. Who in the hell have a middle linebacker covering a tight end? I know. Middle linebacker, man, on the he don't have to play like Dick Buckets, like I like Chris Russell was saying, all oh, that game is past Dick Buckets. But man, when you got a running quarterback, man, you had that middle linebacker police the quarterback and watch them A-gaps, man. That's what a middle linebacker does. You put Curl, let Curl earn his money. I don't know why they're holding Curl back. Put him on a tight end, man. Let him earn his money. Is it because you buy Jack Del Rio and you don't want this Curl to get a, a fat contract? Something up with that, Adam. I can't feel it, man. For some reason, man, I sit up and watch these games. I'm at the, I'm a, I'm, I'm a ticket. I'm at the game. And I'm man, man, go attack on have a field day, man, on Mayo, man. And watch what I tell you. He's not going to twist up. He's going to keep that middle linebacker. And look, because he, he, he got Davis on the back when they, when they, when they go to, when um, filling up and going to a pass. And Davis on yeah. the line, on, on the running back. But man, keep Curl, let Curl earn his money. 
And I want the whole commanding nation to realize that this man, is, he don't know what the hell he's doing as a coordinator. Anytime you put a middle line back on the tight end, come on, man. Where they do that at? Hey, Adam, look, I appreciate you, man. Stay up. God bless, man. Thanks for the call, man. You're right. It was so frustrating. Uh, Jack Del Rio always seems to do that. That's how Darren Waller scored his first touchdown uh, in the Giants game against Washington. But they shouldn't have even had that opportunity because Ron Rivera made the boneheaded decision to accept the penalty when it would have been fourth and three and they kicked the field goal. You had a chance to get off the field. Now, I I do agree with Little. I want to see Sam Howell on the move more. But I also hate those plays because of the fact that they completely cut off one side of the field, right? You go from having four targets to having two, and uh, I don't want to do that every single play. And so sometimes you do have to draw up these five- and seven-step drops and hope that your offensive line can protect, hope that having a tight end and a running back back there can protect so that Sam Howell has can throw to the left or to the right or up the middle. When you roll him out, you know, he really limits his options, and because of that, I, I don't think uh, he can develop as much as he could if you have him drop back, and I get it. The sacks are a big issue. you got to find a way to, to get rid of the sacks and lower the number from obviously like six a game to one or two, uh, but I don't want him moving all the all the time. All right, I, I see a bunch of guys on the line here. we got to take a quick commercial break. i got Mitch Tischler coming up next. Open lines throughout the show today. I'm live and local until 12 noon if you want to chime in. 1-800-636-1067. Pat, Bernie, Rob, Mitch, I see you guys on the line. We'll try to get to you guys after Mitch Tischler. That's coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.